JudgeCast. This is episode number 140. My name is CJ Schrader. And with me, as always, my two appealing co-hosts. First off, we have Jess Dunks. Hey, this is Jess. So get ready. And Brian Berlin. I knew you were going for that pun. Like, I thought of it today when I started to write the show notes. Oh, yeah. The title wrote itself on this one. Um, <laughs> so on this episode, we're going to be talking about appeals uh, from start to finish. What... Um, what you should do when you're the floor judge taking an appeal, what you should do when you're the head judge taking an appeal, and even a little tips when you're the player who may or may not want to appeal. And, and to be clear, this is appeals at events, not appeals like when someone is suspended and appeals. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, well, we have experience with those too, right? Yeah, so we can, we can <laughs> That's why that. I needed to be clear. Yeah. That could be a topic we could discuss. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's just start. Let's say, uh, what is an appeal? Uh, An appeal is where someone receives a ruling from a floor judge and and, and for whatever reason, either they think the ruling is wrong or they're not sure how it works or the floor judge didn't explain it well, so they're unsure about whatever. uh, They choose to to say that they would like to appeal and get a, a, a final ruling from the head judge of the event. Yeah, and so that hedge ruling will be completely, totally final. There is no appealing it. And no. uh, it might be also worth mentioning if there is only a head judge at your event, like many, many events in the world, so there's no floor judge, then you can't really appeal the head judge. Their ruling is final. Right. It's it's not an appeal specifically. It's not a second opinion, like you go to a different doctor or something like that. It's really what an appeal is, is the process in which you can have your case heard by the judge with the most authority in the room. And so I think um, along those lines, uh, something I I even used to do this that I've noticed judges will do is they'll try to, uh, if they're the head judge, they'll try to stay off the floor, not take any rulings so that you can still have the, uh, appeal process available to you. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Uh, I, I pretty much intensely dislike that. Um, I won't, uh, I won't prevent another judge from taking a call. If, it, if I had another, if I'm a head judge and another judge is close to uh, equally close to a call, I'll let them take that. Right. But I, I'm not going to refrain from doing work as, on the floor as a judge so that the players maintain the right to an appeal. As Brian already said, appeals are just, so that they have the judge with the most authority hear their uh, hear their judge call and give a ruling. If I take a ruling on the floor as the head judge, I'm already doing that. Yeah, I like, yeah. I like the way Brian said it there. Is, is you're not getting a second opinion. You're getting uh, the ruling of the most, what you call it, like the, the person I call with, it the the most... judge with the most authority. Yes. I don't, I don't want to say the highest level judge, the... although that's often the way it is at yeah. like the large events. Wait, the judge with the most authority. I think that's fine. Yeah. I like the way you said the... it there. Yeah, because you could be in a weird uh, a weird situation where an L3 is a floor judge and an L1 or an L2 is the head judge. I've been in that situation. Yeah, I've, I've, you know, I, you're evaluating someone at a GPT. Well, used to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I floor judge, they head judge. Or an F&M, you yeah. know. I mean, that's a situation where I'm a judge, I'm playing, but the head judge is uh, is the store L1. So, yeah, I think we all agree here. If you're the head judge of an event, I don't think you need to feel the need to not take rulings. Um, you know, this is something I used to do the exact same thing. I'd be like, oh, I got to sit over here in the judge area and be away from 
the floor, and I don't think that helps anyone. Like, I think it's just far better just to get out there and take whatever rulings come up. If they try to appeal, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm the head judge. And, well, I think I'm kind of getting ahead of us here. But yep. So so let's so when you said getting ahead of us so if we start from there's there's lots of different places that we can start from but let's start with the perspective of the floor judge okay you've just given your ruling whether it's right or wrong whether you were confident unconfident uh lauren is doing the appeals dance <laughs> right now which means you'll have to link a video we'll put a link in the show notes to the to the appeals dance yes um uh, so you just you just got appealed. The player has just said you've given your ruling, and the player said, "I'd like to appeal." What? What then? What's what is the next thing you do? Uh, the first thing that you should do as judge is let the players know that you will go get the head judge. Yep. Like like, don't just turn around and walk away. I'd like to appeal. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> um, I I forgot. I didn't put that in, but you're right. That does happen sometimes, doesn't it? <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I, I'd like to appeal. Absolutely. I'd be happy to get the head judge for you. Uh, please don't continue playing uh, at this time. I'm going to go get the head. If, if it's appropriate to say, please don't continue playing, then say it and just, you know, move on with the uh, or make sure they don't move on with the game. Uh, and then if possible, ask another judge to stay there. Sometimes that's not possible, but that's it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, I've also heard varying opinions on that. What do you guys think about? Asking them to stay there, if possible. Yeah, I I can't think of a reason why it wouldn't. Like, if you have the personnel available, I don't see why you wouldn't want that. Right. Uh, it prevents, especially because a lot of sometimes calls might be with regard to to something shady. The the players might be belligerent with each other. One of the players might try to change something on the battlefield, or maybe bully the other player into into reversing his desire to appeal any of those things and just putting a body there for the express purpose of watching right is is, is almost all upside and, and in situations where it's contentious between players having that person there can keep them keep things from escalating while you will get the head judge yes um so when you when you turn around to to walk away uh especially at large events something that's very very important is to remember what table number um, because if you're, if you're, um, oh, thank you. Good night, sweetie. Um, sorry. If you are in the middle of a sea of tables, like 500, 600, whatever, mm -hmm. and you go and f try and find a red shirt, that quest might take you a while. Right. Uh, and then when you finally find them, they go, well, where's the table? And you're like, ah, uh, I don't know. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, but a lot of Magic players look a lot alike. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, it's like it's brown-haired guy wearing a hoodie and has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Playing against another brown-haired guy with a hoodie and a beard. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so you want to make sure that you know what table number it is. Uh, you want to know what time you took the call, because those are going to be bits of information that you're you you're not going to necessarily be able to reconstruct once you walk away. Right. Right. And then, and then you, you get to go find the head judge or the red shirt, uh, GP. Yep. Anyone for it. Oh. So yeah, that's actually something we should probably bring up. Do you want to bring that up here is, uh, yeah. at, at some large events like grand prix, uh, some star city games open in the United States. Um, there are 
what we have called designated appeals judges. Uh, when you have a lot of players and you, you start to reach a thousand or so players, there can be a number of appeals that are just too large for um, one person to handle. One person to handle. So they they can designate somebody else to be uh, to be on uh, on call to handle appeals as well. And that person's rulings are just as much final as the head judges. Right. You can't appeal them to try to get the right. head judge. Right. So they are they're bestowed with the authority of hmm. the head judge in that regard. Yeah. They were cast as a as an enchantment instead yes. of an aura, yeah. Yes. So so you're still you're still getting your appeal heard by the most authoritative judge in, in the room, uh because they've been granted that authority mm-hmm. by the by the sanction by the head judge. By the person <laughs> with that authority. Um, basically that yes yeah so so you got you go off and you find uh, the head judge now at a at an scg open uh odds are good that the head judge is near the stage uh hopefully also possibly at gps and stuff like that if the the closer you head towards the stage or where the scorekeeper station is the your odds of finding a head judge or in a random encounter go up <laughs> Beware right. the random encounter cloud. Right. <laughs> you just kinda you just kinda heading up there and then all of a sudden the 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 venue goes a little hazy and the boss music cues up and you have encountered <laughs> a head judge. So yep. you you throw so, your Pokeball on the ground, catch him. Is that uh, am I mixing games? Yeah, definitely. Oh, you, okay. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, you can only find a head judge in tall grass, <laughs> right? And some head judges, um, they don't do anything unless they evolve, and then they're really, really awesome. Yeah, like um, magic, magic carp. Is that the yes? Okay, all right. So I think let's talk about types of appeals, shall we? Um, well, I mean, are we are we are we done with what the floor judge has to do, or are we going to hit that again later? Yeah, we're going to come back. Well, yeah, we're going to come back because. Because there's the the talking to the head judge, but right now we need to know like we need to like categorize the the type of appeal before we start talking to the head judge. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do that. So I think I think we generally see a, a few a few. Sorry, I was just reading one of Brian's notes here. Um, different types of appeals. So I think first off, there's kind of the rules slash policy based appeals. Um, you gave a ruling either saying, hey, these, these rules work like this or, um, hey, you're going to receive this infraction and the players disagree with you for some reason. Um, you're going to see a lot of those. Uh, you'll see what has been categorized here as result based, which means uh, you gave slow play or tardiness generally. And, you know, and they're like, they're like, oh, I was playing plenty fast or uh, I usually it's usually it's this. I was only 10 seconds late, which is like, okay, well, you just kind of made your own grave there, but okay. Uh, but they, you know, still take the appeal. Or or they had extra cards in their deck box. Mm-hmm. And so with their sideboard or that kind of thing, it's... Or, it's well, and it might not even be, it might just be they don't understand. So, for example, hidden card error rulings are new and players may not have seen that yeah. before. Right. Uh, so they might, they might go, I've never seen that before. Uh... What the heck is that? Right. I'd like to appeal. Oh, I would. I would like to do one quick aside that I talked about at the the RPTQ this this weekend on HCE specifically. Okay. Uh, and appeals. 
please, 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 when you are giving someone HCE and you're talking about like the, hey, I want you to reveal your hand and then the opponent's going to pick and choose the card, mm -hmm. don't step them through it physically step by step. Uh, until you've had a chance to explain to them all the way through. Because if you sit there and you're like, okay, so what this is, is this is a hidden card error. I'm going to ask you to reveal your hand. So they reveal their hand. Right. And then you say, and now the opponent's going to get to pick a card from it and shuffle it away. And suddenly they go, wait, I don't want to do that. I want to appeal. Right. right. And that, well, that's that's true of any ruling, really. Like, if you're giving a warning for looking at extra cards before you have anybody shuffle, explain everything you're going to do before you have them do anything. Otherwise, if the head judge comes by with an appeal and says, oh, actually, we're going to overturn this ruling, no information has been lost or gained that shouldn't have been. Right. But it's 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 you know really bad with with HC because I, I saw that at uh, an open where where the, the judge was explaining it. And then the guy, like, as soon as he realized what was going on, he was like, I want to appeal. Right. Now, how's that work? He's already seen my hand. <laughs> like, oh. that's, a, that's a big oops it is a big oops okay but yeah there there's some there's sometimes there's there's rules-based ones where the where the player is kind of uncertain maybe it's dealing with like a reflector mage bouncing a morph creature or something like that and he's just like nah can he still play it as a morph how's that work you know and then results-based is what we were talking about like when they get a game loss for something like slow player tardiness and they they want to I'm not really get out of it, but get out of it. <laughs> you know, I'm not happy with the result of that ruling. Yeah, I mean, so. a lot of times that comes up when it's uh, you go somewhere between the two, I guess, is something that they're it's not that they're sure it's not that they think you're wrong. It's that, you know, this one really matters. Uh, yeah. Yes. You know, th this ruling, you know, it's going to mean, you know, whoever Whichever way this ruling goes is how the game's going to end. So I'm going to appeal no matter what happens. Right. Somebody's appealing no matter what happens. Yeah, that happened. That happened to me at the the pro tour. You know, there was a, a situation with a miracle card. I gave the ruling. I was I explained it, and the guy was just like, "Yeah, but I'm going to lose if this starts going." So appeal. <laughs> so Brian, you mentioned reflector mage and bouncing a face down creature. Yeah. Uh, you know, somebody's going to be listening to the podcast and be like, "Wait, I never thought about that." So what? What is? Oh, what is the okay. answer there? So, so reflector reflector mage uh, has a, a a triggered ability. When reflector mage enters the battlefield, return target creature and opponent controls to its owner's hand. That creature's that creature's owner can't cast spells with the same name as that creature until your next turn. So, the way that interacts with morph is a little interesting. Um, so, let's say I have a face down a face down den protector. Okay, and because I saw that a lot at the RPTQ this weekend, so yeah, it's, I, it's weird. It's like Brian started judging events again. He's using cards <laughs> in the standard. Wait, no. What is this? Jeez, I'm not using. I'm not using <laughs> like uh, you know. So exalted angel, yeah. and um, you know, or so you've got a creature, face down creature with illusionary mask, right? <laughs> Somebody, no. Um, so, so you have your space down den protector that gets I've got my face down and it, it gets it gets bounced. So when it got bounced, um, morph creatures don't have a name or their their name is null. So you can still that that player who got their uh, their den protector bounced, they can cast den protector as a den protector or as a morph because no name doesn't match no name, even though they had to reveal it. 
Right, even though they yep. had to reveal it, you bounced a creature with a name of Null. Yep. Okay. Uh, now, let's say your Den Protector was face up instead. Reflector Mage comes down, bounces the Den Protector. Okay, the card that got returned is a Den Protector. So you cannot cast Den Protector uh, until until my next turn. However, you can cast Face Down Morph Den Protector because it has no name while it's on the stack. Okay, thanks. Yeah, I just figured like somebody is going to be like, wait, what? <laughs> that, that actually is a that's a great, pretty interesting scenario. Yeah, it is. Okay, so the other types it of appeals. Might have, it might have been an appeal this weekend. Yeah. So other Where types of appeals, not? just to get through them real quick, because we spent a long time on them on two already. Uh, something maybe the other player, one player thinks the other is cheating, and, you know, they just don't like what you're saying. And uh, like was already alluded to, um, but I like the wording here, is that players, they want a different answer, so they spin the wheel. And just take the shot that the uh, head judge will give another ruling. Right. So, so I do want I do want to highlight this because this has been a question that gets asked, you know, on the forums or whatever. So I'm a. So let's say CJ is the judge, uh, is the floor judge, uh, gives me a ruling that I know is correct. Okay, I know it's correct because I know the rules. I know it's correct, but I really, really, really want it to go the other way. So I asked for an appeal because I know that the head judge is weak in this particular area of the rules. Or maybe maybe I don't, but but the head judge comes over here and I make my argument and I'm able to convince him to go the other way. You know, not lying or anything like that. Just um maybe I I I lay out he did this and then this happens, right? And the head judge is like, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the yeah you can you can't cast your morph right uh you can't you can't cast your morph that got bounced with uh with reflector mage did I cheat now if I didn't lie and didn't misrepresent any rules I just asked the question right am I cheating no even though I know what the right answer is yep. I got a wrong answer yep that's fine, that's fine. so that, go ahead. true you're not cheating you are like extremely unlikely to have that be successful oh yeah. yeah but it's 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 kind of one of these it's the reason why i throw that out there is because this question does seem to resurface in the judge community about every six to nine months uh and there's a big argument a big discussion as to whether or not it is or is not cheating right it's not as long as you are not lying or misrepresenting rules if you're just saying hey he did this this happens and you know, the head judge gives the incorrect ruling and you know that it's incorrect and you don't correct him. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. So you're the floor judge. You just made your ruling. You marked down the table. You, you knew what time you took the call the moment you walked up because you're a good judge and you always check the clock right before you walk up to a table and uh, you got appealed. So you made your ruling. You got appealed. Um, one thing I want to mention here is, you know, if you, if you made your ruling and then got appealed, you don't need to argue with the players. You don't need to be like, no, I'm sure of this. Let me show you the rules. Anything like that. It's like, no, you've been appealed. Now it's your turn. You need to go find the head judge. You, you, you know, so you say what Jeff said. Hey, hold on, guys. Let me go find the head judge. I'll be right back. Blah, blah, blah. All right. So you found the head judge. What do they need? Uh, they need a, oh. a number of pieces of information. Hang, hang on. The first thing they need to know is you have an appeal. An appeal. Yes, that's very true. Yes. <laughs> it's 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 basically a head judge has two 
major major activities that they are responsible for. Uh, there's other ones, but uh, investigations and appeals. So whatever conversation they're having, unless it's another one of those two things, when you walk up, I have an appeal. Yep. Whoop. You have my attention. Yep. Yeah. Head judges, like, it's not really that. Like, if, whenever we're head judging something, we, and you have an appeal, we want you to interrupt us. It is not rude. You know, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Just say, I have an appeal. I have an appeal. That's also the advantage of the appeals dance. Yes. Uh, because you can see it coming. Yes. Uh, it, it, there really, there is no official appeals dance, just for the record. That's, that's, it's there's weird, a dance there's you a have. video, so. I know, there's a video. Yeah, don't worry about the video. It's, it's people in Star <laughs> City uniforms doing an appeal yeah. dance. It looks kind of official to it me. It's official. Not a thing. Mm, Although I, I will right, tell so you though. Let's go back to what the what the the head judge needs sure. from the the floor judge. So the first thing they need to know is that you have an appeal. Yes. Uh, the second thing they they need to know is probably how long this call's been going. And this is the thing I see overlooked the most. Okay. So if if your call's been going for ten minutes already, the head judge really wants to know that. It's true. Yeah, that's a good point. There 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 have been there have been times where. I will find out when it and, and this this is awful. It's it's when I go, OK, give them the appropriate extension. And they go, OK, that'll be 18 minutes. And go, I've only been I've only been over here for four. What? Right. Yes. What just happened here? Uh, or it, it'll be 20 minutes. and You go, I maybe you would have tried to make sure that didn't take seven minutes if if I had known you were that far in. Right. Um, so it's it's, you know, let them know. Oh, this call started at X time. Um. And the, the, the third thing is, is kind of what kind of appeal this is. Uh, don't start in with, OK, so the active player has this board state and the non-active player has this board state. And then these things happen. Don't start with that. Start with this is a question about a missed trigger. Mm-hmm. Or, right. It's a rules question. This is a uh, deck check. You know, this is the result of a deck check. Right. Some, something to, to help us frame and get in the proper mindset to consume the information that you are about to to shoot from the fire hose right because like if you if you go up front hey this is gonna be a miss you know i have a mystery situation or or whatever uh if you didn't if you just went in and started saying well player a has this and this and this and player b has this and this and this and uh blah blah blah, and this happened uh, they don't know what they're listening for yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah um so so also we want to know um uh so as we're we want to know where the where the appeal is and probably to save time we're going to start walking in that direction yes. uh and while we're walking we're going to want to get some some information like who's appealing okay and why do you mm-hmm. are they uncomfortable with the ruling are they angry you know which feeds into what's the mood at the table am i walking into a really tense situation between two players the mood at the table is probably the other thing that you need to know just right. in general you being the head judge or yeah okay. i'm sorry the, the head judge needs to know right. uh is is are these players upset because i i've definitely walked into situations that i thought were going to be friendly and found out that players were really upset right and that was awkward <laughs> right. yeah you walk up there and you're like hey guys what's going on and they just glare at you <laughs> yes basically basically that okay so yeah so in here you want to basically say uh what your ruling is so you don't want to give a ton of information really you want to say this happened uh i gave this ruling you know i ruled miss trigger um that's really about it yeah 
Yeah, I mean, you, you don't you don't want to start like unless it's even even if it's like a life total dispute that you've done reconstruction over like three or four turns, right. or five turns. It's just give them give them the information that they need because they're going to do their own investigation. Right. So so stuff that you can do that kind of that kind of gets them in the right mindset and kind of shortcuts to, and hones in on where they where they need to start. Are all things that that you, as the judge who are being appealed, need to need to convey. Uh, right. Also, um, sometimes after you've been appealed, uh, you and your walk to find the head judge, you kind of maybe start to have second thoughts about whether or not your ruling was correct. Uh, so, if you're starting to not be so certain or have doubts, uh, that might be some information to convey to to the head judge. Right. Um, also, where this ruling is, uh, if you're at a very, very large event like a Grand Prix, um, if you're just standing at the stage talking to the head judge and finally get through the whole process of telling them what's going on and then go, OK, let's go. It's at table 500. Uh, you guys probably could have been walking that direction already. Yeah, you should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then another thing, like, let's say let's say they're actually really, really close. Um, don't ha- don't necessarily have this conversation right behind the yes. players. So you walk, right. you walk in their direction until you're like, you know, yeah. on the far end of the table or, or whatever. You don't. And let the head let the head judge know. Hey, uh, nope, nope, don't. Let's not go over there yet. That it's yeah. that table right there. Yeah. So let's talk here. Yeah. So the mood at the table is really really harsh. The guy in the blue shirt's being a real butt, <laughs> a real jerk. Oh, he's right here. The guy that I'm a foot behind. Yes. Yeesh. No. All right, so are you ready to magically switch to the head judge now? Absolutely. Okay, here we go. Bloop, 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 bloop. That's, All right. That's that... possibly the worst magical transformation bloop, music. Bloop, 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 bloop. All right, now <laughs> you're the head now judge. Ba- now, no, you did it twice. We're back to the floor judge. Oh, okay. <laughs> bloop, 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 bloop. Okay. Right. So. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. All right, so you're the head judge now. Uh, floor judges come over. He's he listens to he or she listens to judge casts, and they that makes them very smart judges. And they told you all this stuff. And uh, now you're at the table. I'm just gonna walk over there and say the floor judge told me this. He's absolutely correct. I'm gonna uphold his ruling, and then walk off. High five each other as you walk off. Yep. So I think a lesson here <laughs> is that you. You're basically going to be expected to do your own investigation, so you shouldn't overvalue what the floor judge said. I mean, obviously, that is important. Um, in general, a judge is going to know the policy slash rules better than the player, but still, you're going to do an investigation yourself as if you were taking this ruling yourself. The the, the words of the floor judge, like when you when you are doing this investigation now, when you're you're talking to the two players, you actually now kind of have a third party that you're getting information from. Mm-hmm. So you're getting you're getting information from all three sources, and you need to factor that in into your decision making process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes sometimes the players don't tell the first floor judge everything, or their story might shift a little bit when you get there as the head judge. Um, this, right. this isn't in like a cheating way, but rather, you know, the floor judge walked away and they're like, oh, I should have mentioned this or, you know, or maybe were they or they have time to think about yeah, it. Yeah, they have some more time, you know, so I'm not too suspicious of that. I'm just saying it does. It does happen pretty frequently. Yeah. Uh, so as as a floor judge, so this is simultaneously while the head judge is doing his thing. Just as, as an aside, you, the floor judge, you 
you stay there with the yes. head judge. You're you're there. You're part of this ruling. So your your responsibility is to watch watch the head judge, listen to what the players say, alert the head judge to if any stories change, anything that he might be anything that he might be missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I alert the head judge, alert. don't jump in and go, that guy's lying. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The players will do that for you, so you don't have to. Make uh, sure, make, yeah, make sure that if, so, if something's significantly different, the head judge will probably pull you away from the, uh, the table and say, OK, did uh, did anybody's story change here? Is there anything different that we should know about? Right. And if they don't do that, then you can focus say, hey, can I talk to you away from the table real quick? And that's great. Don't jump in and go, well, he didn't tell me that the first time. Yeah. Hey, yeah, because once again, you're you're not on trial here, right? Like, I think sometimes right. people get defensive when they feel appealed uh, or when they get appealed. They feel appealed. They feel appealed. I feel very appealed I feel today. like you're appealing me right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, something I else like this to discuss. Just, now we're going to have GIF memes just say appealed. <laughs> something else for the floor judge is if, you know, we talked earlier about having a judge uh, watch over the tables. If you're that judge, maybe this is just my opinion, but you should leave. Like... I, I feel like at no point should more than two judges be at a match. And so here we have the head judge and the floor judge. So, it, or if you're just a random floor judge walking by and you're like, ooh, head judge is doing something, you should not stop by and hang out near that yeah, table. Head- you're going to make the players uncomfortable. Like they already have the head judge there. Appeals in, a, in investigations tend to have like a gravitational pull. Yeah. And I, I'm, that's kind of a peep of mine. Like if I had a platform that went out to thousands of people, I would. Like like sure. if you had like a like a podcast yeah like or like an article something like that yeah something like an article like huh I would try to stop that but yeah I I think we should do I, an episode about our pet peeves sometimes just like <laughs> just like things that annoy the crap out of us at events okay. that's an episode um, are you setting me up man <laughs> for this weekend so I, I had my hill to die on this weekend um yeah I mean do you all disagree with that I I, I feel like two two is a good number to have. Yeah, I think that there are exceptions to that rule. Sure. Uh, if there are other people involved or should be other people involved. Right. But that's um, pretty rare, I've noticed. And yes. so so hanging out nearby is not necessarily bad also because the head judge might say, hey, you come back and stand here while yes. the first judge who got appealed and I go talk. That's fine. But just like hovering um, there. Yeah. Standing right behind the table. No, that's that's not good. Hanging out nearby. So that you can so that you can ask, hey, tell me what happened afterwards is probably fine. Um, but like you were saying, if you don't need to if you if you were not involved prior to this and you don't have any information to add. Right. Then you don't need to have your nose in it uh, unless uh, and here's the exception. Unless you are the judge that's more experienced that the, than the head judge. OK, um, that's, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you've got. Your L1 is head judging his first event and you've been you're you're an L2 who or an L3 who's done lots of events and they're taking an appeal. You might want to hang out and make sure they're doing it right. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so that, that that that's I think the two exceptions to that is is if you were involved or if the head judge is going to need you, at which point an experienced head judge should tell you, hey, hang out here. Yep. Uh or if you are the more experienced judge who wants to make sure that the head judge is, is uh, doing it right and be able to give them feedback about it afterwards. Because very well, the head judge could pull pull one of those players away from the table, and you probably want somebody there, uh, a, a body there in the spot where that player used mm-hmm. to be. 
Yeah, although um, usually the judge who took the original ruling would be there. Well, I kind of, I sometimes like him to go off, go off with me. Yeah, I do, I, I do too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, because because here's what happens. I want the judge who took the initial call to be there while I talk to them, so that if the story changes, that judge knows. Hmm. Um, so I can, I I prefer if possible to have them there. So like I, you know, I totally agree that they shouldn't have their nose in it and be at the table. Uh, but hanging out nearby in case you're needed is not necessarily bad. Unless there are a bunch of judge calls, you should not ever ignore judge calls because somebody else is being appealed. Right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you're the head judge, you show up to the table. Uh, the first thing I generally do, uh, beyond saying hello to the players, is uh, I kind of ask them to just basically tell me what they told the floor judge, right? That's part of the investigation. So I'm yeah. saying, you know, hey, so what, what's the problem here? What seems to be the matter? Well, I well, I guess it depends on personal styles. Normally, I come up and I I state, you know, just like the floor judge gave me a summary when he approached me. Mm-hmm. I normally come down and I say, I understand, and I look at the player. I understand that you're appealing for this reason. Uh, I'm now going to ask you guys both what happened, and I would like, you know, especially if it's contentious, I'll say I'd like you to each give each other the opportunity to to talk in or uninterrupted, sure. and I, then I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I basically have a script. Um, I, I walk up and, and I I go, hey, guys, uh, I'm Jess. I'm the head judge of this event. Um, I understand that you have appealed a ruling. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask you what happened. And then, and I point at the other guy, I'm going to ask you if you have anything to add to that. Uh, and then I'm going to ask any other questions I have and issue a final ruling. Yep. And... Uh, and that gives both players the expectation that they're going to get heard. And that really cuts down on the interruptions where they interrupt each oh, other. Yeah. Yeah. And something that's very important that, that just touched on is he's talking to both players. Yes. Yes. Please do that every time. <laughs> right. You just walk up the guy who's appealing. You go, what's your problem? And then they tell you and they go, no, upheld. And then you walk off and you never even talk to the other guy. So, right. That's that's it's this is this is do an investigation to talk, even if it's straightforward. Do you have anything to add to that Uh, is is an important question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually an important just an important thing in general for regular floor judge uh, floor judge rulings. You walk up and a player tells you something and you make it, you know, don't just make a ruling right there. You know, look at the involve the other player. Do you agree with what he said? Is that what happened? Do you have anything to add? You know, just little things like that. Just let them just interact with them. Okay. Um, so, so some, some one one big thing is you want to make sure that you um, uh, address some concerns. So, I, I actually talked with Lens uh, about this because uh, uh, he's done a, a seminar on appeals several times at larger events. And he says. One of the things that, that head judges often forget is they'll address the the ruling, but they won't necessarily address the player's concern. Okay, like for example, a GRV is committed; um, it gives one of the players an advantage. Okay, and there's there's no rewind because too much has happened. Okay, uh, so the player is the 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 other player is concerned that his opponent committed uh, an error and they're getting an advantage from it and they don't think that's fair. 
and that's their that's their real concern and that so that's the thing that you should be addressing when you are when you are handling this appeal you want to listen to the player's concerns and you want to address that concern independent uh, almost independent of upholding or overturning the ruling mm-hmm. yep 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 and then don't take forever yeah <laughs> that's very true yep yep so I, I can understand the irony of me saying that so the final can you can you really <laughs> yes i can I can appreciate the irony. So the final result here is going to be either one of two things. Either you're going to uphold the floor judge's ruling or you're going to overturn the floor judge's ruling. So at some point in this investigation, um, I will have said, so my understanding is the floor judge ruled X, right? Um, yeah, sometimes they don't understand that. So Sometimes they think that the floor judge said something different than what they actually said. Yeah. So that's a good question so, to ask. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm going to clarify that this is the ruling that was made. And um, at the end, I tell him, you know, OK, uh, I'm, I'm going to uphold the floor judge's ruling. Um, you know, this is in the blah, blah. We're going to fix it. Blah, blah, blah. Or um, or uh, I say that I'm going to overturn the floor judge's ruling. And here is the new ruling. And, you know, this is how we fix it. Blah, blah. And then I generally. uh leave the floor judge there to, you know, I'm like, Oh, Hey, can you give them the extension? And if I, if I'm upholding the ruling, I'll do that. I'll leave the floor judge there to give the extension. If I am overturning the ruling, I will ask them to give the extension and then hang out so we can talk to them. Yeah. Oh, the, the floor judge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think there's always, there's usually some kind of comment for the floor judge. Right. Usually sometimes it's pretty straightforward. Sometimes, you know, the floor judge knows he's right. Yeah, he's right. You agree that he's right. You get to the table. It's all straightforward. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to uphold this. And nobody really talks about it. Right. Right. And and some sometimes as as the head judge, you know, everything, everything was right or, or the ruling was right. But maybe it was delivered in such a way that resulted in the players appealing and mm-hmm. not being confident in the ruling. So you want to even though you upheld the ruling and the play and the judge was right, you still want to have the chat about what they could have done to have prevented the appeal because you know while we appeals cost time yeah they do mm-hmm. so we we actually you know while we understand their 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 value and their importance we we also need to understand that or or that they take a lot of time away from the event or can take a lot of time away from the event so as the head judge after that, I think Brian kind of just mentioned it. You probably want to, particularly if you overturned them, you want to spend a couple minutes talking to the floor judge about, you know, this is why How, I did why it. They're, why they're awful? <laughs> why, why you overturned them? I obviously you're not going to try to make the floor judge feel bad. I, that's not necessary. That doesn't help anything. Um, but just explain your logic. Uh, you know, sometimes it's just they straight didn't know a random sentence in policy or or whatever. Um, Hopefully they picked or, up on it already when you explained it to the players, but or some or sometimes, uh, and I, you know, I'll throw this out there: the head judge just looked at it and decided to use while your ruling was was technically uh, correct and accurate, they decided to use their head judge powers to do something else. Yep. Uh, so that that is a thing that has happened. So uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So say say you have a situation that's like uh, I think take backs, you know. Um, a player. Rewinds. Hmm? Oh, takes. Okay, take backs as opposed to rewinds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like takesy backsies. 
okay. you know, a player wants a takesy backsy. Uh, the floor judge comes out and says, "Yeah, I'm okay with that," and uh, the the players actually appeal that ruling. Um, so that's kind of a you know kind of a judgment call situation. Um, you know, some people might be a little more lenient than others. Uh, how how much do you do you take your floor judge's ruling into account in those kinds of situations? That's a really good question, and I think that's that's um, entirely dependent on the situation. But it's a totally valid thing to be asking. Yeah. Uh, so because you don't just you don't just not take it into account. So so what you're going to want to know is why did you rule this way? Right. So usually. I'll ask them why they ruled that way. I'll get the information and then I'll pull the judge aside and ask him again. Hey, okay. So with this information, why did we get to X decision? And uh, because I'm interested in the thought process before I get to this. So, so really, I guess the answer is I'm not so much taking the ruling into account, but why they gave that ruling. Right. Because if they go, eh, I don't know. I just felt like it. Hmm. I'm not taking the ruling into account. Yeah. Right. Odds are they might, they might have something where, where they'll come up and say like, well, out of the guys that was talking Player B was a lot less certain uh, when we were initially talking. He seems to have have gotten a lot more certain in his in his statements uh, since when talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that kind of thing is is very very valuable uh, to to the head judge. So does that answer your question, CJ? Yeah, I think so. So I mean, my my general opinion there is if it's if it's kind of a judgment call situation. Uh, it's going to be a rare situation where I'm going to overturn the floor, or overturn the floor judge with no new information coming up. Oh, you mean like if it's if it's it's a he said she said situation and it's really, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a, an example right off the top of my head. Right. Uh, you know where where one of them is one of them is wrong, the other one is right. There is no information. There is no real information to use. It's almost like a coin flip. Yep. Um. Some life total discrepancies can turn out that way. Right. They can. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, okay. you know, and, and like people's. So I use the takesy backsy uh, example because some people's personal threshold for take backs are a little looser or stricter than others. Um, mm-hmm. In general, I would not overturn the floor judges, even if, you know, it's as long as it's pretty close to where mine was, even though I may have not have made the exact same ruling for yeah. that. Um now, if it's way off, right? Then yeah, I'll overturn. Yeah. But so, so you're you're touching on something really important, and and this is a a myth that I've seen on Reddit, and I've heard players players say, okay, ah, uh, that head judge uh, just wanted to uphold the floor judge's ruling for like judge solidarity or whatever. Yeah, they they they, they say things like, I know you got to protect your judges. Right. And if you're going up, if you're the head judge and you're taking a ruling and you're basing and you are disagreeing with the ruling, but you're you're upholding the floor judges like if the ruling was wrong and you're upholding it, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I I want to believe no one does that. I mean, obviously, that's not what I'm talking about. But if but if you're if you're like even abdicating, like if you listen, if you listen to it and you're like, ah, I think it really went the other way. Like if you if you're if if the floor judge in, again in the he said she said situation the floor judge is like oh well he's right and you go up there and you listen and you're like eh, no actually I think she's right then then get then that's your ruling right you know if if it really is like you listen to it and you're still kind of like eh, it's it's like fifty one her forty nine him uh 
I'm gonna I'm gonna uphold the floor judge there then. Yeah, I, I think that's that's that is a reasonable thing. But if it's if it's like you know forty sixty or something like that, or sure. even fifty, if it's if it's more than just like a little sliver, right? Then you you make you go with what you go with what you think. You do you. You do you. Okay, so I think we're we're ready to warp back down to the floor judges a li- for a little bit. So All right. Bloop, 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 bloop. Is that good? Yeah, that's yeah, that was good enough. All right. <laughs> it was good enough. No one cares. No one cares. You need to work on that more, CJ. All right, no, because then we'll be the head judge again, and I'll have to do it again. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> you're the floor judge. You got appealed. What does that mean exactly? Does it mean you're a terrible person? Yes. Does it mean, you know, your parents should have cared for you more? Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else with that for a second. I, did, I really did, too. I don't know. I was just like, oh, we got to put an explicit tag on this thing again. <laughs> I don't know where you all thought I was going there. I'm curious we'll to find out the, later. Yes. Uh, the Patreon tier. <laughs> <laughs> In the Patreon show notes. Uh, In the Patreon show notes. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, being appealed, it, it doesn't mean much about you at all. Like, as a judge, I've been appealed for really basic stuff like rulings that are on stuff that would be in the basic rule book that came you know comes with whatever um <laughs> you know you just it came with whatever what I, I don't know where they include the basic rule book anymore maybe it's only online but still you know really basic stuff i've been appealed on it and so it doesn't really mean much to you as a judge like it, it's not a, it's not an assault on your character or your abilities as a judge um so, sometimes sometimes the players just want you to be wrong. Yep. Okay. And, you know, hopefully you want you to be right. So, you know. Yep. Uh, but, but, yeah, they just, like I said, some, sometimes they'll appeal, like, you give a game loss for a deckless problem, and they don't want to get a game loss. Right. So they appeal. Yeah, or I've been appealed on a said, lot of tardinesses, right? And it's like, you were X seconds late. You're... And, and- as I mentioned earlier, it could be new policy as well. Yep. Uh, you have the ruling right. It's something they've never heard of before. Uh, that happened when we changed, when drawing extra cards was no longer a game loss. I saw a number of appeals that were just, wait, we're going to do what now? Yeah. 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 I, I had a, I had an appeal. A uh, guy was tardy. He got his game loss. Okay. Guess, uh, uh, well, I've had two of these things happen. So guy's tardy. He's like a minute late. He gets his game. He gets the game loss. The opponent appeals because he doesn't want his opponent to get a game loss. Or when I was explaining, okay, you're, you're, you know, you're tardy. So you're going to get a game loss uh, for the perp. There is no opportunity to sideboard. You're going to get to decide whether you wish to play or draw. And in that particular case, the opponent was like, no, nah, I think we still roll for it. Nah. I'm like, well, no. From a rule standpoint, he's considered to have lost the game. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to appeal that. <laughs> oh, I'm like, well. all right. Okay, I'll go hang out here. I'll go get I'll get, get the Kim. Uh, get the Kim. Go get the head judge. Go get the Kim. <laughs> well, Kim was Kim was the red shirt that I found. Ah. So and she she came over and her her you know her her, her British accent and the the player told her told her, told her what he wanted and she just put her hands together, you know, made that little clapping clapping thing that she does and she was like, "Ah, uh, well, uh no, that's not the way that, that works." Yeah. So, <clears throat> if you're being appealed a lot now, you might need to start to look at um how you're delivering rulings. Right, that comes down to less do you know the answer and more what is the confidence you're displaying when right, giving a ruling. Exactly. Right. Uh delivering rulings with confidence I I found can can go a long way in 
avoiding appeals. I mean, it doesn't mean they're not going to happen still. But every once in a while, you know, you have this judge of the GP who's appealed like six times and every ruling is upheld. But, it, you know, that's a, there's a pattern there and, and it means that there might be something else going on. It's, it's, it's good to be confident. Yes. It's better to be correct. It's yes. best to be both. <laughs> yeah. So I think some things, some tips here. Um, if you need a second opinion, go get a second opinion. And even if that, you know, gives you time to, um, gives you time to think about the ruling, right? Uh, if you need the second opinion, go get it. If so, a trick we've talked about many times is to read the card. Uh, (laughs) even if you don't really need to, because that gives you time once again to think about your ruling. And so then, you know, you can ask everyone to say, hold on a second. And then when you're, you know, you got your ruling formulated in your head, you can deliver the ruling. Not only that, I'd just like to point out, I've needed to read the card a lot more often than I thought I needed to read yes, the card. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so sometimes the I'm going to read the card real quick points out something I yes. would have otherwise totally missed. Yeah, because when I do that, I do actually read the card, too. I mean, I can kind of think about the ruling and read the card at the same time. And right. I'm like, like oh, so only opponents do, you know, take damage or whatever. Here's here's an example for you. Uh, Kalitas or Kalitas or Kalitas or whatever Kalitas, you want to call it. Kalitas. Okay, just really, really quick. Uh, trigger or replacement effect? I have placement idea. I, haven't, I don't just, know what that card does. <laughs> I'd have to read right, the card. how I know that, Brian. How do you know? Like, judge events. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Look, I've done a lot of events since, since the suspensions have been. It's been every other weekend, like all weekend long events. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> um so so yeah, so that's that's read the read the cards like sometimes it'll say land instead of basic land. Sometimes it'll say come into play untapped or just or come into play tapped rather. I don't think it says it the other way. You know, so just read the, yeah, read it. Look for look for words uh look for what it says and not what you think it says. Um uh make eye contact with the players, don't hem and haw. Uh, don't make bug eyes when they ask you a que- uh, mm-hmm. when, when you're confronted with the situation. I've actually I seen that happen. into just general rulings here, less than appeals. But. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you, I mean, you still want to be confident. But if the player's asking you a question, you're like, "Whoa, that's a good one." Then, like, if you actually say that, uh, you might be getting appealed. Yes, you might be. <laughs> said it. I, I'm I not gonna act like I haven't said it. I know. I I think I said, "Oh wow, that's a really neat situation." Yeah. Give me a second. I do tell people that's a good question yeah, uh, frequently because I don't want them to feel like like a lot of times people are like, "Hey," they they feel bad for asking a judge a question, which yeah. is weird. But I've seen that happen where they're like, they feel like they should know the answer. I'm like, actually, this is a really good question. Let me explain how this works. Yeah. Okay. So what about being overturned? Does that mean you're an awful person? Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well. Settled. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that you're an awful person. What it what it means is is you're human. Uh, judges make mistakes, mm-hmm. and you should you should view every every time that you're you're overturned uh, as a learning as a learning opportunity, and you should not make whatever mistake that you made uh, work to not do that the next time. Yep. You know, it's it's not it's not the end. It's not like oh, I'm never going to get on staff again. Uh, you want to you want to see this as an opportunity to improve. And hopefully the head judge will will sit down with you, maybe not actually physically, but spend some time and, and go over where things went wrong. 
And sometimes it might just be an absolute uh, brain fart where the second you get up there and the head judge explains what it is, you're like, oh. Uh, forgot that is now yeah. a uh, default fix. <laughs> right. And and then my, that, that might even happen like on the way when you're walking over to the players and you're talking to the head judge and you're like, well, she just apply the default fix and you're like oh. oh and you've already and you've already you you know how the ruling is going to go before you even get to the table yeah you know and that's and that's i don't want to say that that's fine obviously you don't want that to happen but what's even worse is if you don't take anything away from it mm-hmm. so, right that's true okay so now let's yeah i don't have a noise but let's shift into the player's responsibility doop, 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 doop. Well, wait, I'm the head judge now. Oh, that's player. That was a different noise. Oh, that was a different noise. Yeah. Bit, I don't know if that was a different noise. I'm not convinced. It. it was definitely. I'd like to appeal. No, no appeals. Jess, Je- no, hold, hold on now. Jess, yes. Was that was that was that the same noise or a different noise? Uh, could, could you give me the noise again, CJ? Dug, 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 dug. Well, now whatever we now were, we're, we are not that. So that's what I, I did. Let's just start over. Back, like I was almost CJ. saying dunks, but it's dug, 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 dug. All right, we're the player now. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you just went get Merlock. Like, <laughs> sounded like a Merlock. <laughs> this thing's attacking me in the face. Anyway, all right, you need to let the floor judge. So you're the player now. You need to always let the floor judge give his or her ruling before you appeal. All right, you can't be like, oh, this judge appeal. You know, the moment they show up. You have to let the floor judge give the ruling. Not only is it good manners, uh, but it's also if you uh, demand an appeal before they finish giving the ruling, that's actually an infraction. Richard's USC minor. It is USC minor. So let them give the judge, you know, let them give their ruling, even if they're maybe stumbling a little bit or whatever. Yep. Uh, Don't ask. Don't don't even pre ask for the appeal. Like when you when you walk up there to get the call and they're immediately like, I need to talk to the head judge uh, or, or I want to appeal or I need a higher level judge. Yeah, probably, probably if they said like, I need to talk to the head judge that that, that might be could, different. Yeah, that could be as soon as I said it, I was like, no, 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 that would send up a red flag for me if someone said that specifically, because I'm suddenly thinking if they ask, I need to speak to the head judge. I'm thinking cheating investigation. Right. right? As opposed to just. I don't want no stinky old L3 answering my call. I need to get the L5. Bring out the big guns. Right. Um, so uh, in in general, just don't be a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Players, don't do, don't do this. I hate this maneuver. What level are you? Like, I hate that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't ask uh, what level somebody is. They're, they're the judge. Uh, it doesn't matter. No, you, don't. Yeah, they're you the judge. If, if, uh, don't make a judgment about that judge before. Before they give the ruling, if you think that their ruling is going to be wrong and that you were going to need to appeal, just let them give the ruling and and find out then if you need to appeal. Right. And and I understand that sometimes in in rulings, players, you guys can you 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 can get upset and tensions can be kind of high. Uh, normally, I, I would just ask that you you keep that under control. the The judge is there to help um, to help you, and they are trying to listen to you. Uh, to what you're what you're saying uh so don't treat them uh like you want to treat your opponent 
You know, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather that aggression. I'd rather that aggression come at me than at the other player because I can handle, you know, I can handle it. But at the same time, I'd rather that aggression go go to neither of us. Um, So what about what about uh, what do players what should players do once they once they appeal? Yeah. Wait. Well, with with one exception, if they're appealing a slow play. Right. If they are appealing yeah. slow play, everything we said about telling them to stop playing no longer applies. Yeah, that's yes, that's a big one, you know, because right. people don't give a lot of slow plays. So I think they forget. But you absolutely tell them to start to keep playing. Yep. Because um, because a lot of well, the reason why for, for those of you is sometimes actually uh, players will they're they're trying to figure out something. and You give them the slow play. So they appeal in hopes of using the time that you are going off to find the head judge to figure out whatever it is they're trying to figure out. So that is, so the reason why we tell them to continue playing is so that they don't gain a strategic advantage mm-hmm. uh, or tactical advantage. I don't know which word it is from, a, from the appeal. Right. Right. So, uh, and I know, so earlier we talked about how if, you know, a player knows the ruling is wrong and they want to appeal to kind of spin the wheel. That's not cheating. Um, and so it's not against the rules, but at the same time, if you're appealing every single ruling, you're just wasting the head judge's time. Right. Right. Yeah. You, you guys know what I'm saying here? Yes. So don't do that. I mean, obviously, if you think every ruling is wrong, fine, do it. But if you're just appealing every judge's ruling effectively to try to get a higher level judge's ruling every time. Yeah. There's there's a there's a weird line between uh that's kind of hard to distinguish between just they're appealing because they believe that they are not getting the 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 ruling the correct ruling and then they're also just being a pedantic jerk that's trying to penalty farm right okay. you're gonna get both types yeah um so yay. Uh, a lot of times I found that when I have that type of situation, having a, a chat with the player uh, normally fixes that. Uh, there, there was <laughs> uh, this. This wasn't appeals, but there was a um, there was a situation where we had this one player at a Star City event that was just uh, just calling a judge on his opponent all the time over over you know like out of order sequencing just just normal stuff and nothing the opponent wasn't doing anything wrong Mm -hmm. and what we did was we just stuck a judge behind him with a clipboard who just would tally all the times that he called for a judge and under the the uh the uh, uh the reason why we did this was so that when i did finally have the talk with him i could you know, say like, this is how many times you've done this. And I have, I have objective evidence. But the other thing was, is he, he, he noticed and he stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you get the results you want. Um, so you're like, okay, problem solved. Right. All right. Uh, anything else anyone want to say about player appeals, the player responsibility? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's it. You know? Yeah. All right. So I think the last question for us to discuss is, uh, do you all ever suggest an appeal to the player? So you're the floor judge, you made a ruling. Do you ever suggest the appeal? Um, so I've seen this done, and the, the context in which I've seen it done that I understand is if you give the correct answer according to the policy, but you think that a deviation would be in order, so you, so you want the players to appeal so the head judge makes that decision. Hmm. If that's the case... 
you shouldn't be issuing the ruling. You should just tell them to hold on and go check with the head judge. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, and sometimes I've seen, I feel like people have been like, I know this ruling is wrong, but I'm just throwing it out there so you can appeal and we get the right ruling. And I'm like, what? don't. Don't get that ruling. Just don't make the ruling. Yeah, you go get another judge to get a second opinion. Just don't make the ruling. Um, right. So that being said, if if I've made a ruling, and you know I'm I'm perfect, so I've explained it perfectly with perfect confidence, and I know I'm right, but the players still look like really uncomfortable. You know, they're just like, ah. you know, I I do remind them that they have the right to appeal. You know, I'm saying, you know, if you disagree with my sense. ruling. Yeah, if you're if you're unable to convince them, right? Uh, I, I remind them, and sometimes they take it, sometimes they don't. I don't, so I don't do this on like every ruling I make, right? I'm not trying to have a million appeals, but you know, sometimes you just get that feeling that like they just they're just like ah, I don't know, you know, and I want them to feel better about it, and usually hearing it from the head judge helps them feel better. So I always just remind them. I'm not saying hey, you should appeal this, of course, but I'm like hey, you know, just as a reminder, you do have the right to appeal. Um, if you, you know, if you don't like my ruling or don't agree with it. So I do that. Yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Okay. Any other appealing topics? Uh, nope. I've only made the joke twice. I, I like bananas. (laughs) All right. So let's move on into some news. Some news. News. Uh, this news comes to us hot off the presses from Brian Perlman. Exemplar Wave I'm, 5 is open. I'm a new source. You are. Wow. That's about it. I mean. Yeah, when you see, ooh. That actually, that actually, the, that hit me kind of funny. You know, where you were just like, this comes, this, Brian Prillman is the source for this news. It's like, whoa, I am. <laughs> I'm a news source. You made a post today. I guess. Yeah. Well, that's not news. Well, I mean, yeah, it is, but. You made a post that went out there, everyone. So, yeah. Wave 5 is open. Um, All the numbers of. Uh, recommendations we can make are the exact same. Uh, I think due to laziness on Brian's part. Uh, uh, no. And Brian is... Uh, <laughs> uh, they are going can't to confirm. attempt to do more waves a year now, right, Brian? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to try and do four waves a year as opposed to three. Um, uh, it's going to be uh, lined up uh, schedule-wise with the, the Pro Tours and World Cup for ease of remembering when that is. So, I hope not. Um, <laughs> why? Why is that? And and the reason the reason being is okay. So obviously we we we've had uh, discussions with uh with with wizards uh, with regard to to what they can they can support with. Um, uh, and I would very much like to have it not near the new set releases uh mainly because there's a lot of other stuff going on when a new set hits when you've got the pre-release and then the release and the new the new ipg and then two weeks later the pro tour and it's just like and then so there's this month of hype and then you've got maybe uh after like another two or three weeks things have kind of died down a little bit and then there's this maybe this month long period before the new set comes out. Well, then let's just try and get let's just fill that time in. You know, I don't I don't want especially because uh, so I'm I'm trying to figure out a way that I can shift the the big work that the team is doing 
uh, away from the things, the other parts of the program that demand the team's attention. You know, like like pro tours and new sets and all that kind of stuff and, and, and IPG updates. That draws people's attention. And if I need them to do work in reviewing nominations and that kind of thing, I don't want to overload them and just have too much stuff. So I'm trying to find a schedule where I can – the bulk of the work, I can shift that away from where other bulks of work are. Okay. That makes sense. And and get it so that the 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 hype of of when the nominee either when the foils come out or when the nominations are released uh, is during a dead zone, uh, as, as it were, between releases, so that the 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 hype train is steady as opposed to just these huge peaks and valleys. Okay, that's it. All right, yeah, that's all the news we have. So if you want to send us an email, uh, we've been working to get caught up on emails. I know. I feel like every podcast says this, but we have a general policy of replying basically the same day or within three to four months. So, <laughs> so if you don't get your reply back yeah. that day, eh, hey, you're probably going to wait a while. So October is short up. Uh, November is almost done. Actually, November is done. So, yeah, we're replying to December emails now. Um, so we're going to get caught back up, but. Do we need to have another email show? Yeah, we'll we'll build them up. We'll have another one eventually. Seems good. Yeah. I like it. I like email shows. I think I think people enjoy them, and they write themselves. So, <laughs> if you want to send us an email, you can at judgecast at gmail or like us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter, or tumble us on Tumblr. I still don't think you could use that verb that way. To, they'll they'll tumble for us. They'll tumble for us. All right, judging. All right, anything else? Nope. All right, my name's Cedar Sugar. I keep it fair. I'm Jess Dunks. I keep it fun. I'm Brian Perlman. I keep it... Oh, man. Wow. Robot Jess is back. <laughs> Robot Jess. <laughs> Robot Jess. <laughs> Robot Jess is my favorite. He is. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>